Hey everybody, Brad Stevens here, founder and CEO of Outsource Access. We help companies redefine how they scale with offshore affordable staff from the Philippines. Congrats to all fellow winners of the 2023 Real Leaders Impact Awards. We are proud to be among you. About 10 years ago, I woke up to a major growth problem in my last business. Cash was tight, staff was overwhelmed, and tasks were not getting done. Then I discovered the world of offshore virtual staff in the Philippines where English is their second language, so there is no communication or culture gap. I realized outsourcing wasn't just call centers, it was access to college-educated Filipinos to support sales, marketing, operations, customer service, bookkeeping, personal tasks, and more. And in fact, the first woman I hired in the Philippines at 23 is now an award-winning COO of our entire company. It inspired me to launch Outsource Access. One client and YPO member, Ali Jamal, shared their offshore virtual staff Edison automated processes and saved them over 50,000 per year in the first few weeks. It's about finally getting things done and staff focusing on higher value activities. We've grown by over 2,000% in just three and a half years and will double next year. To receive a complimentary outsourcing playbook customized for your industry and to connect with one of our team here at Outsource Access, just visit RedefineScale.com. That's RedefineScale.com or text the word SCALE to 770-954-8440. Two months after hiring my first staff, she sent me a picture of shoes she bought for low-income children because of the opportunity. And now we support thousands of families and the environment with United Nations SDG projects. I'm proud we've grown with impact. To learn more, visit RedefineScale.com. Boom, what up? Hello, bonjour, and hola, real leaders. This is Kevin Edwards, your host here, and I am so excited. You're tuning in to one of our amazing experiences. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, real, and loaded with inspiration, guaranteed to support your impact journey. So sit back, enjoy the listen, folks share a review afterward, and always keep it real. Podcast today in five, four, three, two, and one. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of The Real Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Edwards, and joining me today, folks, we've got a great one. We've got the founder and CEO of Plus Media Solutions. Please give a warm welcome to the wise and wonderful Julie Davids. Julie, thanks for being with us today. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, Julie, you're, of course, a Real Leaders Impact Collaborative member, which means you know, we can go deep in these conversations today. And the one question I came prepared with uh, for this podcast today is the question that I stopped asking. And the question that I stopped asking was, how do you measure your impact? Stopped asking that to people on the show because it was everywhere. It was all over the place and it was also nowhere. Where are we right now? Uh, in in the state of the world in terms of actually measuring our impact and why does Plus Media Solutions aim to solve this? Um, I I agree. And what I'm going to try and stop myself from doing is saying good question because it always drives me crazy when, you know, people were saying, oh, good question. Um, We, it's a a mixed answer. Um, We have the capacity uh, to measure a lot of things today. And we've got the urgency to have that information. And what, and what brands know is that consumers make decisions on this impact or, or purpose um, information. 
What's happening though, is we've gotten sort of funneled into this really tight area of measuring impact by clicks, likes, and shares. And at least for Plus Media um, at our company, we don't consider that impact because that's a click and a like and a share, but no one has really uh, done any lifting, heavy or otherwise, around that. I mean, it takes no effort whatsoever to like or share something. And our global challenges are so great that we need everyone to take some kind of action, whether it's just learning more about a solution or taking action on a solution. I think one of the barriers uh, to this has been just lack of access to solutions. And that's really where Plus Media sits in, in that uh, we look at ourselves as the bridge between intention to do something and action to do something. And then we, of course, measure actual behavior beyond the clicks, likes, and shares. It's intriguing to me as a media producer uh, of content uh, to understand what those followers, those likes, those listens actually mean. And, you know, when you're starting out, you're like, man, does anyone actually listen to this? And, you know, am I actually having an impact in the world? And it wasn't until I was at a conference the other day when someone says, I'm here because of the show. I'm here because of this. I've changed my focus because of this episode. Did I really start saying, wow, I need to start measuring this stuff? So who are some of the clients that are coming to you asking these questions? And what are the things that they're saying, hey, this is what I want to measure? Yeah, well, we have um, three main um, sectors of clients that really want to measure that uh, for good reason. And even though the reasons are slightly different with, with each sector, so starting first where like where you are with content, whether that's audio or visual, film, video, you name it. The, the issue is for the content producer, what happens after people listen to my show? Um, they want to know for several reasons. They want to know in terms of content production, how can they keep uh, their audience interest? How can they drive more interest? by following what really resonates um, with their audience. And they need to know what's happening for their sponsors and investors, et cetera, et cetera. So by plugging into that content, which Plus Media does, and we engage the audience, whether they're listeners or attendees or viewers in curated solutions, uh, opportunities, products, experiences, that are aligned with the content. And then we can track that behavior. Um, no personal data is captured. And then we can share that with the content producer. When it comes to events, it's the same kind of um, approach because at an event, just like listening to a podcast or watching a movie, you're predisposed. You've already chosen to watch that, to listen that, to attend that conference. Um, so Plus Media is there and amplifying that message and engaging that attendee further and giving them opportunities to really participate with that panel, with that topic, with the products maybe that were talked about. And once again, we're, we're doing the measurement. It's a little different when it comes to sustainable brands. Um, we also have two different um, delivery 
mechanisms for engaging the consumer. And what we know today is that consumers will make a choice. They will choose a sustainable brand over, you know, a regular uh, brand um, if they have the, the, the factual, truthful information. So what Plus Media does is bring that sustainable information to the consumer at the point of sale, and then we measure that. So slightly different, but um, but it's important for each of them because ultimately it um, it contributes to their their bottom line. I, I love that, and Julie. So my question to you now is like like why why go into this? Yeah, you know, you've had a successful career, you know, in in banking at BNB, uh, BNP, excuse me, rather. Um, you know, you you've served a, a a life dedicated to impact and ESG, but but why go into entrepreneurship? This uncertain path, the road less traveled, now um, to to tackle a huge issue like this. You know, um, in some ways, being an entrepreneur is kind of like having a child that you don't really know what you're getting into until oh my god, it's there. Um, I think there there are several reasons. I mean, there are those of us that just really love building and we love challenges. And I, I definitely fall into that camp. But because of, of the work that I've done prior, uh, and I was lucky to work all over the world, um, and I saw people everywhere, villages in India, Africa, you name it, everywhere people have a cell phone in their hand. And they're consuming content. And a lot of that content is awareness raising, or it's about a campaign, or it's a, it's a telenovela that's dealing with, you know, tough social issues. And as soon as people watch that, they're inspired, they might have an interest or motivation to actually do something or to learn more about that topic, but then it stops. And I thought, wait a second, we've got the 17 UN SDGs today, that's our global roadmap um, of our challenges. I know from my work that we have solutions to our, our global challenges. What we need is a connector. We need every single person around the world to do something um, that's relevant, that's efficient, that's effective, and that is meaningful to them. But it's got to be easy. So I, you know, I really thought about this for about 10 years, and it wasn't until two years ago that everything came together. And what I mean by everything is the urgency from the consumer and audience, the urgency from uh, sustainable brands, the plethora of, of media content that we have, and the technology. So all of that came together I pulled it into one product, um, which is what Plus Impact Plus uh, Media delivers. Um, it's an impact tool that we literally plug in and help everyone have solutions at their fingertips. Yeah, it's it's an impressive feat and certainly you know an audible thing that you're doing here. What's been like in early stages, like some of the most difficult things for you to overcome? Has it just been time management? Has it been, um, you know, education to a consumer has been raising capital, of course, like to you and your experience, Julie, um, what's the most challenging part of this journey so far? 
Um, you know, th there have been several. And I have to say there was a really steep learning curve because even though I had my own business, I had my own consulting business for several years, really different than creating a business that produces a product and it is tech enabled. Um, overall, though, I have to say that um, raising capital has been the most difficult. There's a lot of talk about supporting female entrepreneurs. Um, I have not seen the action in that. So what we ultimately decided to do um, was just go all in on business development, uh, bootstrap the company, and that's proven to be really successful. And, and it's funny because some of my colleagues that have um, startups as well, and you know they've taken on a lot of VC uh, money and attention, and with that comes um, a lot of extra work and equity given away. And now they're looking at me going, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> maybe we should have done this in a different way. Um, the other, you know, I, and I, I say that somewhat jokingly, but it's, it's hard to get people um, to understand that something like Plus Media exists because it's new, it's different. Nothing like this does exist. So kudos to our, our first clients who, you know, jumped in and took the risk and saw the value that we add. Um, and, and I'm deeply, deeply grateful for them. And, and Julie, you know, this is a podcast. We, we only feature really real leaders and CEOs on here. And I think what's always interesting is to like to learn like how you're spending most of your time. Um, so if I were to ask you a question, if you had a pie chart, you have to kind of like divvy up where you are spending most of your time. What would that look like? Uh, absolutely. The largest piece of the pie is business development. No question. Um, for lots of reasons. Um, nobody knows plus media the way that I do. It's, it's, you know, it's my fourth child, basically. Um, I, I really see, I've had this vision for so long um, I can really work with our, our, you know, potential clients and help them see the value that we bring. Um, I also have a, a Rolodex from just being an impact, you know, for quite, quite some time. Um, there are days that I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. Um, so I'd say three quarters of my time uh, is spent on business development. The other quarter is, is really fractioned according to the day. You know, is it, is it payroll? Is it, reviewing um, our ads and newsletters? Is it management? Um, oh my gosh, it, yeah. Is it, it writing um, another scope of work or, uh, or an, an award that we might be um, submitting to? It's a, lot. it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a full day uh, right there, Julie. And, and a question, question for you also is, um, in terms of the like business development and like the traction that you've been receiving, what's been working for you? Where where are you focused most of your time? Is it email communication? Do you think consistency has played a key role? Like what what has led to success for business development for you? Um, I think first and foremost, it the onus has been on me. Um, I've had to get better at telling our story, and and we needed data. And so back to my earlier comment of, you know, those first clients who were willing to take, take us on and work with us, 
that started our data collection rolling. And then we were able to prove this works. And what I mean by, by proof is that baseline engagement is, is generally measured around 2%, audiences, consumers, et cetera. We get between 24 and 100% engagement using our system. That's, that's a big deal for you know, events, for content, for brands. So now that we have that data, that's made it made a big difference. I've gotten better at communicating our value add. Um, in terms of, of approach, um, it's still very relationship-based. Um, meeting people, uh, having conversations, it, it exploring what their pain points are and how Plus Media can resolve that pain. Um, because we are designed to be a, a plug and play. So these companies, these content producers, they don't have to build it. They can just buy it. And we have lots of different um, forms that we take for our clients. So it's nice that it is tailored to what their needs are. And there's also a range of cost. Um, so we can be accessible to, to most companies. You know, with everything going on in your like day to day, Julie, like how do you go about your schedule and how you spend your time? Like, do you do you divvy up your time on your daytime, or you like, hey, at this like, or do you prioritize it? Is there a system that you've developed over time that keeps you focused on the business development, but also enables you to focus on other initiatives that you have to take on to grow the company? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of old school. So, um, so first of all, my system, even though we've got an online calendar, we do lots of email, we've got our CRM, et cetera, et cetera. I have my notebook and I live by my notebook and I have a weekly to-do list and I have a daily to-do list. And one thing that I always prioritize is getting exercise. I mean, that just, I, I have to do something first thing in the morning. I have my coffee, I get exercise. I try, unless it's something insane that has to be managed at 7.30 in the morning, I my calendar is blocked. Um, and that really helps me just to feel more organized and centered through the rest of my day. Um, from there, you know, I'm prioritizing what, what do we need right now? Right now at Plus Media, we're interested in business development. So that comes first. And then I break my days down into all those other little pieces of minutia. Um, and, and I try and, and wind up at a, at a reasonable time. But the, but the reality is, I mean, we're working with a lot of um, clients on the West Coast. I'm in New York. And, you know, I was on the phone at 7:30, um, 8.30 last night because it's the end of their day on the West Coast and we needed to address um, their project. So, you know, that's just part of being an entrepreneur. I mean, I, I don't think anyone should be in the game if they can't be okay with really um, being in it 100%. It, it seems like you've learned a lot throughout this journey. And, and as you put it earlier, like it's your fourth child and I can totally relate to, to where you're coming from. Um, you know, 
in, in all of this, you know, we've talked a lot about the impact side and, and we talked about kind of how you measure it, uh, the, the journey of an, of an entrepreneur. I think the, like a bigger conversation here is just like, why aren't you measuring your impact? You know, in, in this, you, you could be educated about everything that's going on in the world. Um, but to, to you, Julie, like what, what's really been, a, I guess, a distinguishing factor for those new customers that come on? You, you mentioned that they took a chance early on. Um, I'm sure there's somewhat values aligned. Like, what are you looking for in terms of those, those early customers? Yeah, um, you know, we love when we work with, I mean, again, we have our three pillars, our three markets. So content is, is a great one to start with because we all watch something, right? Um, and what, what always surprises me is when I'm talking to a content producer, a platform, a filmmaker um, who's really developed this incredibly inspirational or educational or awareness raising story, and then I ask, okay, so what do you want the outcome to be from this? And there's, you know, crickets. Um, wow. To spend that much time and money on telling the story and not have a plan um, to engage people to really do something around this topic, it to me is, is still pretty shocking. Um, and, and, you know, I could say this the same for events, uh, but you know, because now Plus Media is here, hopefully this will be changing. With brands, I think it's slightly different. I think there's a fear. There's either a fear of being accused of greenwashing or there's a fear of being um, too transparent that <clears throat> something is going to capture, um, you know, a consumer and they will get slammed somehow. Um, our feeling is Transparency and communication around true impact, purpose, sustainability is always a good thing for a consumer. And human nature is such that if you are transparent and um, and even you might even say something like, you know, maybe I'm not the best at this, but I'm trying. That really wins hearts and minds, which then opens wallets. And that's what we are looking to help brands do. I think. It, it's, I don't want people to be so scared because what we know is that audiences and consumers really want the information. They really want to engage. And if you do it in a, in a very thoughtful, um, vetted, curated way, um, I think that will directly result in, you know, improvements in, in your consumer engagement, brand, loyalty, awareness, and ultimately ROI. I love that, Julie. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. For anyone listening out there to this episode, they're an events company, they're uh, a content producer listening to this and they wanna get involved, where should they go? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can go to plusmedia.solutions uh, or you can reach out in any of those ways and, and get to me very easily. Lovely. Uh, Julie, last question is this. This question we ask everyone that comes on this program and all of this, what is your definition of a real leader? Someone who can remain calm at all times. And let me tell you that challenges me daily, but it's important to keep the things in mind and keep your priorities straight 
Remember that you have a life outside of work, believe it or not. And this too shall pass. Um, yeah, keep breathing, keep smiling. It'll work out. For Julie Davids, I'm Kevin Edwards asking you to go out there, keep calm and carry on. And always, folks, keep it real. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Kevin. Boom, what up? Hello, bonjour, and hola, real leaders. This is Kevin Edwards, your host here, and I am so excited. You're tuning in to one of our amazing experiences. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, real, and loaded with inspiration, guaranteed to support your impact journey. So sit back, enjoy the listen. Folks, share a review afterward, and always keep it real.